everyone and welcome to another episode of words of heart in today's episode we have the privilege of speaking to gloria grace rand thank you for joining us today miss gloria oh thank you for having me i'm so delighted to be here awesome if you could start with telling us a bit about yourself and your story that would be great I would love to, so I'll I'll do um, probably like the short version because there's so much, and I'm I'm way older than you are, so <laughs> <laughs> I've I've lived a long time and experienced a lot. But suffice it to say, um, as of today, let's put it this way, um, I am uh, I'm a business owner. I've been um, helping small businesses with their um, online marketing, specifically writing content for their websites and and doing blog articles, that type of uh, writing for about the last, oh, 11 years or so. Um, But what really resonated with me and with you and why I wanted to be able to share, um, to be able to connect with you and to talk with your audience, I I love the name of the podcast, Words of Heart, because I have just uh, finished writing a book that has been uh, a journey for me, really all involving uh, my spiritual journey of the last five years or so. It's called Live, Love, Engage, How to Stop Doubting Yourself and How to Start Being Yourself. And it was really precipitated by uh, my sister's uh, cancer journey um, that she went on in 2015 and unfortunately transitioned about 18 months later. But um, it's really been... um, this book is really words from my heart, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's really been uh, delving into how I grew up and uh, uh, some of the trauma that I had growing up uh, as a, my dad was an alcoholic and my mom had to deal with that and didn't always deal with it in the best of ways um, for our family. And Yet I've been able to come out the other side thanks to the help of God, frankly, and a lot of other awesome people that I've met along the way and books I've read and workshops I've attended. So um, now my intention with the book is to just get it out there to as many people as possible and to um, lead workshops from it and and coach people on um, what I call the love method, which is what the book is all about the love method that is amazing um so um obviously you're writing about um from what you described the book is about love and your experiences with your father and um your sister as as i believe you stated um Mm -hmm. So those experiences is what inspired you to start the book or did you just write in a journal when you were little like, oh, I'm going to start a book someday? How does that exactly go about? Because it's not easy to just up and write a book. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, this is um, this was definitely never my intention when I was a kid. Now, that's not to say that I didn't always enjoy writing when I was a kid. I mean, I did. I, I loved English and I would, you know, I had a pen pal and I, I wrote all, all the time. I, I would write stuff, but never envisioned myself writing a book. Now, um, this this came about um, two months before uh, 
my sister transitioned. In fact, shortly before she actually went into the hospital with some severe complications, and we almost lost her in that. I I had been meditating for years. It was just it was a practice that I uh, enjoyed and actually helped me a lot in in helping to take care of her um, uh, throughout her her uh, cancer journey. Um, and I was I was meditating, and this idea popped in my head and said, "You have to write a book, you should, or you should write a book about love, or something like that." And I was like, "What? I do marketing. Where where, where is this crazy idea coming from? That makes no sense to me." And yet, I, as I I still went, okay, I, I opened up my computer and started doodling at, at, on it. It's like, okay, write a book about love. What what is what is love? What does this mean? And it's like. Oh, love is an acronym. Oh, that's interesting. So, L is let go and let God. O was open your heart to receive. V was value your uniqueness, and E was embrace your divinity. And I thought, well, that that's interesting. Okay. And then later that day, I was going through my email, and I got an email from Hay House, who writes, who publishes lots of. You know, inspirational books, things by people like Louise Hay and, and Wayne Dyer and stuff, and it, they were offering a writer's boot camp to write a book. So I said, "Huh, okay, God, I guess you're serious. I need to write this book," <laughs> and I signed up for it. Um, then, of course, life got in the way. My sister, uh, you know, kind of took a turn for the worse, and, and this, and then I lost her, and so basically put the idea for writing on the back burner for, for quite a while. But as I came to discover in, in grieving her and then actually starting to write the book was the reason I was called to write this book was because these were all lessons that I needed to learn for myself first. And now that I have, now I'm much more comfortable at being to saying to myself now that now I want to be able to help others do this because um yeah, so that that's pretty much where where it came from. So it really didn't happen until the last two years <laughs> was how I really started the actual serious journaling for a while, and then last year um, sitting down at my computer and putting all these notes together and starting to make it coherent into a book. Interesting. Oh, I admire um, as you were explaining the notes. Um, L is for let go, let God. <laughs> that I always—I mean, I knew—I know that phrase, but I just knew it because of a TV show. But the way you um broke it down, it just has so much more meaning to it um as well. Because obviously, my um higher power is God, obviously, so I can completely can connect with that mm-hmm. and divine and everything. Um, trying to think of some other questions because I don't normally <laughs> ask questions on my podcast. Um, well, that's okay. Um, you know, you know, I, I just, it's, it's, it's really, it was just, it's been such an interesting process, and and that's something I write in the book. I'm like, you know, let go and let God is not a new concept. You know, I, I, I understand that, and yet, it's still something that I think a lot of us need to really. We might say it, but I don't know that we really embody it, you know, and it really is because it it involves a lot of trust and really just, you know, putting ourselves in God's hands and just say, okay, you obviously have a better idea of what what I need to do than I do. So I'm just going to trust that you have my, uh, you know, um, my best interests at heart and, and, 
and are going to guide me and lead me um, in the right direction. And because um, I know when I do that, when I really do make a point of doing that, miracles happen in my life all the time. Right, and I feel like um, because unfortunately we're human, we have it enabled in us to take matters into our own hands but when we take matters into our own hands it inevitably becomes a lot more stressful and worse when we do that when we should really just leave it in God's hands because he's in control of everything and I always say this everything happens for a reason and I feel like if you just leave it to God then he will turn any situation um, he will turn any situation. How do I phrase this? He would take. Okay, now I know how to phrase it. He will take your situation and use it for good in some way. Yeah, absolutely. Because because there are still things that are going to happen that you know maybe are you know perceived as um, you know like Ugh, why is this happening? You know, it's so annoying. You know, or something. You know, but it's if we can take it as an opportunity for growth, possibly, <laughs> you know, these challenges that come into our lives um, and just say, okay, I don't know why this is happening, but I'm going to trust that something good is going to come out of this. You know, maybe not now, but, uh, you know, at some future time. And, and again, that, that does require um, really a lot of, a lot of faith and uh, um, it's not easy, but it's, um, it, so powerful when when I can do it and, and, and I mean even just case in point today I mean I was this morning um, feeling very uh, raw I was just my emotions were all over the place I was just feeling very frustrated and and I was like I just you know sat down and was like okay God what is going on <laughs> why am I feeling you know this way and I could because it was just I felt like I was backsliding into all of the kind of sad feelings negative feelings that I had you know like a few years ago I'm like I thought I had this handle and then it dawned on me it's like well this book is really being born essentially on Sunday. It's it's it will be a, uh, you know people who have pre-ordered it will be able to read it, and it's like I'm going to be exposed. You know, it's like I'm, I'm letting people see you know behind the curtain into my life, and that's a little scary, uh, you know. And and it's like oh, okay, well that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just having labor pains. It's okay. I've given birth. To two wonderful children before and I survived and thankfully and they survived and they turned out wonderfully so I was able to finally just relax when but but I had to really let go and let God speak to me and say you know you're not crazy you're, you're just getting ready to do something really big and that's okay to be a little nervous about it it's um funny you mentioned um that because it got me thinking um to an experience um, that God really helped me through um, a year ago. Actually, God's helped me my whole life. A year ago is pretty much just one little moment mm -hmm. in time. Um, a year ago, I got diagnosed with diabetes. Um, unfortunately, it was at the start of the pandemic, yeah. which would be, which would have been in January. Yeah. And experiencing a drastic health change during a virus that could possibly kill you yeah. isn't 
something anyone wants to experience but um my perspective on it which easily could have been negative um because I know I don't know how much you know about um diabetes in general but um I was in such a bad condition I was basically a skeleton and um if I hadn't been diagnosed with diabetes through the grace of God um I could have died yeah Um, that's how um unfortunate it was but um and many people had different um reactions to it um because um growing up I've gone through all types of health um deficiencies and conditions so um the fact that I had my life finally together (laughs) and then this happened was like oh man why does this have to happen to her but um instead of responding negatively to it um I saw it as God's way of giving my life more purpose and giving me another chance to live my life mm-hmm. because I could have died but I didn't yeah um God's like no I still have more work in you I need you to use your power of words for good so I'm just gonna let you I'm gonna let you live out 2020 with everybody else <laughs> even though <laughs> it's the year we all want to forget about yeah but um yeah oh, um that's yeah, that's thank you for for telling me that and, and sharing that with everyone because, yeah, it's uh, sometimes God does have to you know really knock on our door um, uh, to get us to pay attention a bit and, and and I'm so glad that you were able to get help and I, I trust anyway because you're still here so obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. You know, it was funny. I always used to hear when I was a kid. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways was was this phrase that you would hear. But um, yes, and maybe not always so mysterious. I think maybe we're, we're, we're we make it that way. But I think there's really a rhyme and a reason behind it if we just are if we just open our eyes to it and, and just. Um, just be, you know, have have a sense of wonder about what is going on, and and just again trusting that whatever is going on is for our highest good. Because um, I've I've definitely had experienced my own sort of uh, tap on the shoulder lovingly um, that I write about in the book as well. Um, I had this really freaky thing of where I had like a temporary amnesia. <laughs> it was the most crazy thing I'd ever experienced in my life where I was driving down the car, in my car and all of a sudden I didn't know where I was going. It was like I just couldn't remember where I was going, what I was supposed to be doing. And I thought I was having a stroke and it scared the crap out of me. Um, but I, as I, it turned out, it was um, something that does happen occasionally and it happens to people under several different um, circumstances that I had all of them. And I was like, oh, okay. And and one of them was undergoing a major, like a traumatic, uh, not traumatic, but some sort of uh, significant emotional upset. And right before it had happened was when I had a call with my coach where it just really became clear to me that the reason I had to write this book was because I had to learn these lessons for myself. And so I figured that God was just sort of like really driving home the message to me to say, you know, Yes, because one of the lessons I had to learn was how to ask for help. 
not only to let go and let God, but also to be able to open my heart to receive help from people. <laughs> it's a big lesson for me. That still is from time to time. I think that's a lesson for me as well. Um, I have so much trouble asking for help. <laughs> I have no problem turning to God, obviously, mm-hmm. but um. Asking for physical human help, I still need that's something I'm always have to work on as well. And I'm slowly getting better at um, health, is something we all need in one form or another. We just need to speak up and not be afraid to ask, even though it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what we need to do is just think of it as that you know, these people could be actually like you know god's angels in a way you know that are it's like god is sending us these people you know take advantage of it you know because that's sometimes this is how god works (laughs) it's like he works through other people and so if we are not asking for help uh, then then in a way we're, we're almost rejecting god in that sense so if we want to say that we are believing in in a higher power then Sometimes that's how God works. <laughs> he works through other people. We need to be able to let them let them help. All right. You are still there, right? I don't know yeah. what just happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got worried for a second. Yeah. Um but yes, absolutely. God uses everyone for his plans and we gotta ask for help because Absolutely. Hmm. Trying to think of another topic. How have you been affected by the um, virus, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I don't mind at all. Um, It has been, thankfully, um, no one in my family has been ill. So I'm very grateful, extremely grateful for that. Um, But how it's affected is that, you know, I spend a lot of time at home. And even though I work from home generally, um, I mean, and I have been working from home actually for the last 11 years or so, um, it's been by choice. <laughs> and I would still be able to go out and go to networking meetings, you know, and go to a restaurant and, you know, and go out with my husband on the weekend and, you know, go to the movies and things. But, you know, just having to, you know, not go many places and, and having to wear a mask, because I do, I do believe in, wearing a mask, if nothing else, to, you know, to make other people feel better, certainly. And, and you know, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm trusting that I don't have, don't have the virus. I've never had any symptoms or anything, but, you know, just to be on the safe side too, it's also, I guess, to protect others from me, just in case I happen to be asymptomatic, as they say. Um, but it's just, I really miss traveling. I miss seeing, um, relatives. In fact, I had the most amazing gift that happened to me last year, shortly before we went into lockdown. And I haven't been able to really fully take advantage of this gift because of this situation. Um, I had, um, in addition to my older sister, I also had an older brother. Um, He was 14 years older than me. And um, uh, he died a long time ago, unfortunately. But uh, when he was, uh, when he was a, like, 17, 18, 19 or so, he was in the Navy. And this was in the 1970s. And um, during that time, he got a girl pregnant. 
and they, because they were young and he was in the Navy, and I guess, you know, they realized they were not going to be a couple, um, they put the baby up for adoption. And I only even found out about this probably, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago or so um, after my mom passed. And we found found paperwork, <laughs> like a letter from this adoption agency that was like, what? It's like, I have, I have a... I have a nephew out there somewhere because they did say it was a, it was a boy, and I was like, oh my gosh, and didn't know anything. Well, last year, as I was kind of doing some research again about the book, um, in in like right at the beginning of March or so, or for February, I happened to go on to Ancestry.com because off and on over the years, I'd, I'd done some research on their family tree, and. Lo and behold, there was a message from this uh, young man, and he was looking for um, relatives of my brother. And he, in this message, mentioned a lot of things that I knew, and it was like, oh my gosh, I think this is my nephew. And I reached out to him, and, and sure enough, it was. And what the most amazing thing about it all was that out of all of the 50 states, and, and his adoption had taken place in California, and I live here in Florida, he and his family lived an hour away from me. So we actually did get to connect, like that weekend <laughs> we met, and you know, and I brought pictures of my brother and, you know, and stuff so he could see. And, and he even, there was a family resemblance, which was like so amazing, but it's like, He's got this beautiful family, and we've only seen each other like, you know, now I think two other times since then. And the second time was, you know, socially distanced in our driveway. And, you know, and it's like, ah, I want to be able to spend more time with them and get to know them better. And that's, that's been my frustration with <laughs> the pandemic, really. Yeah. Um, I, I've been affected by it as well. I mean, I have the, um, statistical factors um that makes the virus more likely to kill me unfortunately but um I've been keeping um a good um distance from everyone and quarantining myself Mm -hmm. I mean I quarantined before that was even a thing after I got the news last year being diabetic so that obviously took me a while to adjust Mm -hmm. to but um yeah, I miss um, interacting and being social, um, most definitely, um, since this occurred. But as long as people do their part, just like how God's going to do his part, mm-hmm. we do our part, this virus will be gone before we know it, or blow her down to a minor sneeze, hopefully. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm trusting that that is what will happen eventually and that we will be able to get back i mean we don't want to ever necessarily get back to totally the way things were in the past but um but definitely to be able to at least go out and see people and and be able to hug each other and you know and not have to be afraid of of what we're going to catch from one another would be lovely right hmm Kind of thinking of an icebreaker question because we're getting close to the end of this awesome conversation, unfortunately. Um, if you could have a superpower, and it's in your your superpower can be writing an awesome book, which we've already done. <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Mm. 
That's a good question. Um, well, I mean, just as a general superpower, um, I do like the idea of being able to fly because then I could, you know, go anywhere. <laughs> so I do like to fly because you, you did say you missed travel. Yes, exactly. So yeah. So, so that would be nice. It would be nice to just, you know, instead of taking like an hour to drive to the beach, I could, you know, fly there and get there in maybe, you know, 10 minutes or so. That would be kind of cool. Um, and, and I think my, the other superpower though, um, from a, guess a more loving stance would be just to really I would love to be able to um, help people see that they are okay just the way they are and that they don't have to be afraid of what people are going to think about them uh, you know to be afraid of not living up to others expectations but to just be to be comfortable in their own skin I would love to be able to just, you know, wave a magic wand and say, you know, poof, you are, you are just perfect as you are and you know it and you are okay with even then the days when you're not quite as perfect and that's okay too. Oh, that's an awesome superpower. <laughs> I want that superpower, man. Well, I guess in a way I'm sort of doing that with this podcast. Yes, you are. So. Absolutely. Yes, you are doing that. So so good on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's such a cool superpower. Um, well, Gloria, um, do you have any apart from that awesome superpower <laughs> do you have any final thoughts to share with my audience like what the name of your book is where they can find it or any words of encouragement um before we absolutely i would love to yes so the the name of the book again is live love engage how to stop doubting yourself and start being yourself and you can um you can get it on. You can find it on on Amazon, or you can even go to my website. Um, and and actually, if you go to you can go to liveloveengagebook.com, and that'll take you right uh, there. Where actually you'll get to read some more information about the book. And then then if you're so inclined, um, it's only ninety nine cents right now. So that the, the Kindle version. <laughs> so it's a good it's a good deal right now. So you can take advantage of that. And and yeah, I think. My 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 wish and my intention. I mean, with the book, it's intended to help you to really to know how to live fully, to love deeply, and engage authentically. And uh, I think if more people were able to do that, this world would be a happier place. And and that's what God calls us to do. You know, God wants us to be happy, and and wants us to be able to do all of those things. So it's just a matter of trusting, letting go, and letting God and letting God into your heart and and really valuing what's unique about you and, um, and go and go forth and, and bring more love and light into the world oh that is awesome and very well said um thank you Gloria for joining me today this was an amazing conversation well thank you for having me I so appreciate it and I so appreciate what you are doing in the world continue sharing those words of heart <laughs> <laughs> thank you and to all my listeners stay 
healthy, stay safe, share that light of yours, and until next time.